Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. The latest figures from Public Health Wales show that 37 cases of coronavirus were identified across the Heweldar Health Board area yesterday. Carmarthenshire had the most cases with 19, Pembrokeshire with 16 and Ceredigion with just two. To date, 2,074 cases have been confirmed across the three counties. That's 1,438 in Carmarthenshire, 459 in Pembrokeshire and 177 in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 950 cases were reported yesterday from 12,431 tests. To date, 35,628 people have tested positive across the country. Pembrokeshire County Council aims to move towards a hybrid model of public meetings early next year. Plans for meetings to be held using a mix of remote attendees and some councillors and officers in the council chamber have been discussed and Public Eye, which supports the council's webcasting, commissioned to identify the required hardware and IT provision. The council chamber would be limited to 13 seats due to social distancing measures and the capacity of County Hall currently at 30% would also be a consideration. Councillor Jamie Adams put forward a recommendation that the committee indicates its desire to move to a hybrid model as soon as practicable, appropriate and safe, with the aim being that it be in place for full council on February 25th. Councillor Paul Rappi added that the hybrid model works very well for the National Assembly and it could work for us. Rugby legend Sam Warburton will be judging photographs of the nation's beloved pooches to help support a vital lifeline for children. The NSPCC Cymru's virtual dog show launches today, organised by the children's charity's fundraising volunteers. During the lockdown and throughout the pandemic, Childline has provided a vital lifeline for children and young people across the county. During April the 1st all the way to September 30th, Childline delivered 1,363 council sessions to children and young people in Wales about mental and emotional health. It remains the top concern for children and young people contacting the service. And dog lovers are being encouraged to enter snaps and video clips of their dogs into the competition in an effort to win the coveted title of Best in Show, which will be selected by the Welsh former international rugby union player Sam Warburton. There are eight categories for four-legged friends across the nation to top, ranging from best rescue dog to waggiest tale and it will be Sam who has the difficult decision of choosing a winner for each which will be announced at the end of November. Sam said everyone who donates £4 to enter a photograph or video into the competition will be funding a child or young person's call to Childline. That's pretty amazing because it continues to be a lifeline for children and young people in these uncertain times. The photo categories are for Dirtiest Dog, Best Puppy, Best Veteran, Funniest Dog, Best Rescue Dog and Dogs We Have Loved as a tribute to treasured dogs that owners have had to say goodbye to. In addition, there are two video categories for Waggiest Tail and Cleverest Dog. Entries should be sent to St Hilary Virtual Dog Show at nspcc.org.uk. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio. Everybody get up. Everybody get up. 
dream bad is. Uh-oh. So hit me up when you pass through. I give you something big enough to tell your ass to. Swag on them even when you drag casual. I mean, it's all wholesome bearable. Can a year not down with I pull up on side, let you pay me back. Nothing like your leg guy, he too square for you. He don't smack that ass and pull your hair like So I dare watch and wait for you to salute and chew their pimp. Not many women can review their pimp. And I'm a nice guy, but don't get it because you get featuring TJ and Blurred Lines on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening. It's coming up to ten past seven. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport. Once again, a very good evening and you're very welcome to Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone and it's brilliant to be here on Pure West Radio and wherever you're listening to us this evening, thank you very much for taking the time to tune in. So how's it going to work? Well, Pure West Sport every Monday between 7 and 9 will be jam-packed with local sport from Pembrokeshire and beyond. Of course, we recognise these are difficult times and for sports clubs, In Pembrokeshire and all over Wales, the announcement from the First Minister, Mark Drakeford, of the upcoming firebreaker lockdown has caused more uncertainty. And after eight every week, we will be bringing you the second half, an hour of debate featuring a top panel with around 90 years of combined experience covering sport in Pembrokeshire. And of course, today, one of the talking points will be the impact of the coronavirus generally and, and perhaps specifically the announcement that Mark Drakeford made today, the impact that will have on local sports clubs in the weeks ahead. I'll tell you about that panel because we'll be kicking off after eight o'clock and you can get involved. I'll be joined by 
Gordon Thomas, who's been a long-standing sports editor for the Western Telegraph and has been reporting on sport in Pembrokeshire for the best part of 40 years. Talented rugby player himself as well. In his own right, Gordon was capped by Wales at youth international level. Also on the panel, Fraser Watson, sports reporter at the Western Telegraph for over a decade. Well known, of course, for reporting on the sidelines of sports grounds, the length and breadth of Pembrokeshire and an accomplished rugby player, cricketer and most recently runner himself and a very good old friend of mine Bill Kahn a retired teacher in Pembrokeshire but with over 35 years on the clock with the Western Telegraph and before that the West Wales Guardian covering sport he now runs PembrokeshireSport.co.uk he was a talented sportsman himself as he I'm sure will remind us at some point during the show played football at county level uh, played rugby as a flanker for Pembroke RFC and cricket for the likes of Pembroke Dock and Stackpole during his own sporting career and he won a national radio award for the Friday night sports show with Bill and Ben whoever he might be and he always likes talking about that as well Bill Kahn will actually be joining me very shortly because in this first hour of the show as we kind of get ready for our debate after eight uh, we will be featuring each week a number of different guests from the world of sport in Pembrokeshire and these will be interviews that Bill, Gordon and Fraser will have put together and we've got a really really good array coming up in this first show this evening. So Bill will be joining me for that and we'll be uh, hearing from some of the, the people that our reporters have been interviewing. So that's all to come. We want you to get involved as well. You can do so on our Facebook page as ever. It's really good to be with you. It's Pure West Sport on a Monday evening between 7 and 9. You can also join me on a Saturday morning between 9 and 10. It's really good to be on the air on Pure West Radio. Oh, <laughs> Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. Man, Pembrokeshire is so lovely. I just wish that I could go and see it all, you know? If only I could learn to drive. Hello? Charlie James? Your time has come. Who are you? I'm Simon Mottram from Fast Track Driving School, and you, Charlie, are coming with me. They call me baby driver. A real-life story of self-discovery, driving, and Pembrokeshire. Fast Track Charlie, in association with Fast Track Driving School. Book a lesson at 01437 767 686 or go to fasttrackdrivingschool.co.uk for more information on their offers, including lessons for under 17. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio. Thank you. 
that I can't fix cause I can do it in the mix and if your man gives you trouble just to move out on the double and you don't let it trouble your brain cause away goes trouble down the drain said away goes trouble down the drain In the mix, in the mix, in the mix, 
In deep and last night, a DJ saved my life. You're listening to Pure West Radio. It's Monday night. I'm Ben Stone and welcome to a brand new Monday night show. Pure West Sport is on the air and I'm delighted to say a very good evening to a former partner in crime. Mr. Bill Kahn, how are you? I'm all the better for seeing you. I never, ever dreamed that we'd be joined up again in sport in Pembrokeshire. We've got a great group joining us, Ben. It's an exciting time. I can't wait for the Mondays from now on. Well, as I said, Bill, in, in my intro, um, it's a sporting panel coming up after mm, eight in the second yeah. half with almost 100 years combined experience of covering sport in Pembrokeshire, which is phenomenal. Um, you know, to have that level of experience on Pure West Radio, I think is fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to that. And we're going to get into some really good subjects uh, after eight o'clock. I know, I think where we should start, because this is the beginning of something very exciting for Pure West Radio and, and the partnership with the Bluebirds, with, with Haverford West County, is something we're all excited about, Bill. And, mm. and you actually, and, and I think you will agree with me, you, you had the privilege, I think, of actually being there on Saturday because not many people can at the moment. What was that like to actually be watching a live football game? It's quite surreal, Ben, because there are three of us in there who are reporters. There's one photographer. There are people there like ball boys. They're rather aged ball boys, i got to say. But it's so surreal, you know, that every sound that the players make you can hear, every tackle you can hear, the crunches they pile in. The most surreal thing for me, there are four parents whose boys are playing who can't go in to watch, and they're standing on the bank at the far end of the ground looking in over the railings. And now there's probably 40 or 50 of they're watching every week and it's brilliant I spoke to three fellas and some 10 youngsters who travelled down from Carnarvon, they're called the Covies that's the nickname for them, like Scousers and uh, they had travelled all the way down and one of them said to me if I'd had to buy a stepladder there's no way I could not see this game it's strange and it was an interesting game, wasn't it, with a, a very late equaliser for the Bluebirds, a, a one-all draw. Was that about right on balance, Phil? E, yes, perhaps. I think Hanford West could consider themselves a little bit unlucky. Uh, I go with Gordon Thomas, who's I'm delighted is joining us on our group that are doing this exciting show, and Fraser Watson. And Gordon and I, I think, both agreed. Hanford West had the better chances, but they conceded a soft goal, and we thought, that's it. Um, there was about 93 minutes, so there was about 30 seconds left and Jack Wilson who's a youngster 19 year old from Kaken 
he's come on as sub. He really is catching the eyes. Impressed a lot of people on the telly. I can tell you that. He ran down the right side, got the byline, squared across, and Danny Williams, who's on now there on loan um, from Cardiff. He had a tap in that even you or I would have scored. So one all, great point. I spoke to Wayne Jones after and he says, we could be disappointed at losing two, but we're playing top sides in Wales and Karen Arvon are in the top six. We got a point out of it. So overall, a good point earned, I think, rather than two lost. Definitely exciting times uh, at the Bridge Meadow. No doubt about that. And exciting times here as well at Pure West Mm. Radio with with our partnership with the Bluebirds. Uh, More to come from Bill in just a few moments' time. It is like going back in time uh, to when we were together in a former place and Bill famously got kissed by Ken Livingston. That's another story. I'm (laughs) sure we'll touch on that. I'm sure we'll touch on that at some point. On both cheeks. (laughs) Yes, indeed. We'll leave it there for now. This is Pure West Radio and Pure West Sports.
from one of my all-time favourite albums, What's the Story, Morning Glory. It's Oasis and Roll With It on Pure West Radio. Welcome to Pure West Sports on a Monday night in association with G&G Builders. You can find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. I'm Ben Stone. It's brilliant to be on the air with this brand new sports show on a Monday evening, 7 until 9. After 8, we've got the second half when we'll be talking all things sport. We've got loads of subjects lined up with a top panel. Uh, on that panel will be uh, Bill Kahn. And Bill, as part of uh, this first hour of the show, we're going to be listening to different interviews uh, carried out by you and by two of our other top panel members. And, and just to, to reintroduce them, and we'll be hearing lots more after eight o'clock. But uh, we're going to have Gordon Thomas, long-standing sports editor of the Western Telegraph and a pretty useful rugby player in his day as well. Uh, he was capped by Wales at youth international level. So he, he's definitely Definitely one we'd have in the staff team, I think, Bill. No doubt about that. Uh, Fraser Watson as well, sports reporter at the Western Telegraph for over a decade and a pretty useful rugby player himself as well. But between the three of you, Bill, you're going to be out and about talking to all sorts of different characters from the world of Pembrokeshire sports. Yeah, we are indeed, Ben. And can I say we could not have a better group of people working together. Really a fantastic group. So we can't wait to get started. We're all geared up and we're enjoying working with you as well. That's going to be a treat. So let's get it going, I see. Yeah, it's excellent to be on the air. It really is. And, and Pure West Radio doing fantastic things across Pembrokeshire and beyond. And wherever you're listening to us uh, this evening, you are really welcome. So coming up uh, in this first hour, very shortly, Bill, we're going to be hearing an interview that you did with the Haverford West County Manager, Wayne Jones. What can we expect from that? Yeah, he's known to everyone as Wolvesy because he's a Wolverhampton Wanderers fanatic. Someone's got to be, I suppose. But he is a great guy. He, he says it as it is. He doesn't try to gild the lily. He really does do a great job for us reporters because he'll always answer the questions others don't want to answer. I've spoken to him about the way it is at the moment, the exciting time it is at the Bridge Meadow, yet the scary time as well. And I mm. think Wayne sums it up perfectly when he uses a quote that comes from my old friend Mr Gordon Thomas, it is what it is. Mm, absolutely. And uh, lots more to come actually about about the impact that uh, COVID-19 mm. has had on, on, on sports clubs across Pembrokeshire and beyond. So more on that to come after eight we'll also be hearing shortly uh, from from an interview that, that gordon's done um with a footballer mackie bowen yeah gordon's taken a walk down memory lane mackie bowen was a hard center half very talented footballer he played half with hanford west county with the likes of ivor Allchurch in the welsh league and he also was a very successful part of a um a merlin's bridge team where gordon was actually an up-and-coming youngster at one time when he switched codes but it really is a walk down memory lane nice yeah warm uh, but kicking us off, and we're going to hear this interview right now, um, is something that Fraser's done. Fraser Watson, uh, he's a, a former St David's player himself, known, I think, probably better from his time playing for Whitland. And I certainly remember, uh, Bill, on, on our previous show together, we, we spoke to Fraser quite a few times mm. about, about Whitland-Narbeth derbies in, in particular. Uh, Fraser's gone back to St David's, hasn't he, to speak to yeah. Gethin Bateman? Yeah, Fraser's still playing, helping out. He still does a bit of coaching. He's held in high regard there. Um 
it, he talks to Gethin Bateman, and I could think of no better way to start off. Gethin is, if you cut him open, the old cliche, he'd be black and amber with St. David's written on it. He's played there. He could have played for someone who played a, a little bit more successfully as a club, but he stayed there. It, when Langham have struggled last year for a player, he was there. If anyone was stuck in a celebration match, Gethin was there. He really is a cracking rugby player who is a great ambassador for St. David's. He totally, along with Fraser, sums up what the Saints are all about. Well, I have to say, this is what this show is going to be all about, mm. especially this first hour, hearing from characters across Pembrokeshire. There might not be lots of live sport going on, but we will find those stories and we will bring them to life on, on, on this show on Pure West Radio. So let's have a listen. Uh, Fraser Watson speaking to Gethin Bates. It's been a difficult time for local sport, both in Pembrokeshire and, and nationally, really. And one of the sports hit hardest is, of course, rugby union. Um, at grassroots level since the game was curtailed in March and bear in mind there wasn't much rugby in the build-up to March with the Six Nations and the weather shows no sign of resumption date anytime soon I'm joined here now by Gethin Bateman who's, who's the head coach at St David's Rugby Club firstly Geth um, when this all came about what was would have been nearing eight, seven, seven, eight months ago now did you think that come the end of October we'd still be in this situation? No, I've got to be fair I think that... Um... I knew it would be a difficult time through the summer, but um, I truly expected that somehow the world would have worked out a way to solve the problem within a couple of months. It's an unprecedented thing. We've never had anything like this. You know, I'm 40 years of age, never seen anything like it. So I thought, oh, we'll be all right. We've got some time. It might be a bit slow getting back to pre-season, but we should be okay. And in terms, I gather you're back in some kind of pre-season now, obviously training weekly like a lot of clubs are. Um, how difficult has it been to, to train the boys properly, to try and get them up to speed, at the same time following the COVID protocols, which, which make a lot of restrictions on yourself and the players? Yeah, it's been difficult. Um, obviously, double IU, I don't know if they can, they've put on webinars to try and educate coaches and players in terms of uh, the different rules that have been released by national governments, obviously the governing bodies. Um, as a coach, it's been tough because we have to make sure the players are socially distant. We've got to make sure that we don't use any equipment at the moment, that's the rules. So we're allowed to play the ball. I think the rule is 15 minutes touch rugby at the end of a session is the maximum we're allowed. Uh, and obviously rugby is a contact sport. So even if the boys aren't tackling each other, you've normally got bags and shields and things. And we can't use that. So as a coach, you've got to plan sessions that are interesting, but work on skill sets and fitness. Um, without any of the normal adjuncts that you'd use to support that and make it interesting. And it's tough. Is it also another difficulty? I know in St David's isn't traditionally blessed with, with big playing numbers anyway. We both, we both know that. <laughs> but um, also, in terms of the players themselves, there's almost nothing to hold them to training now because there's no game to work towards. There's no even resumption date to work towards. There's no threat there that if you don't train, you, you lose your place. Is it hard to keep the boys motivated to turn up in good numbers every week and will that get even harder given the weather that's now just coming in I mean, we've had an Indian summer in some ways haven't we which has helped but I mean I think in fairness in St David's um, I was quite happy to park training knowing our historic issues with numbers and um, working commitments of the lads making sessions uh, perhaps uh, small in number so I was driven by the boys they wanted to go back training so I took it upon myself then to try and manage a reasonable plan um, of how the sessions would go, how many sessions we'd have a week, and obviously what we could do in them. 
but the boys with a driver for going back to training in St David's, which is a nice change because normally it's a coach whipping the boys to come train in. Numbers are reasonable, but um, yeah, it's tough. At the moment, I'm trying to scrabble around every week to try and come up with innovative ideas. And to be fair, the boys are buying into it. They want to get fit, they want to chuck a ball around. But I think as time goes by now, if we don't have a, a resumption date, it's going to be difficult to keep that interest level up because you can only do so much fitness and so much ball work before boys want to actually play the game. Sure, and obviously there'll be a mandatory contact period before we do go back, probably four to six weeks as well. But we dwelled on a, a lot of negatives regarding COVID. We are all the time. Let's just have a quick word on perhaps a positive. Obviously, a difficult season in St David's. It's been like that in the last couple of years for the reasons we could go into uh, and we'd be here forever and a day. Has there been a positive out of it? It's given you and the players a chance to reset and given you maybe proper time to have a think about where you need to work at and improve moving forward? I think it's been great as a coach. Um, last year was my first year coaching and there's a lot of things I've had time to sit back and reflect upon, allowing me to improve my coaching style and the way I plan sessions. Um, it's been great to actually have time to sit down and plan and become innovative. Mm. You've got to become innovative at the moment because of the different rules. And it's actually seemingly working out quite well. Um, so it makes you all adapt, even yourself. Really. Yeah, and I think the breaks actually help. Uh, old people like me, we tend to suffer more after playing, as you know. <laughs> um, and I was struggling last year with injury. Uh, and to have a break from playing and from contact has allowed me to get fitter and healthier, which means that when we resume playing, hopefully I might be, I don't know, back at my peak from my late 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever it was. Um, but no, uh, on a serious note, I think some boys have had injuries or carrying injuries in a small squad like ours. It's been a godsend. And as coaches, it's given us a massive opportunity to evaluate last season, evaluate our, like I say, our, our plans, and look at the players we've got, actually, and see where can we improve and how we use boys, especially, as again, in a small squad. Uh, thank you, Jeff, and we hope when uh, the impending announcement we get next week doesn't delay us further, but... <laughs> we'll hold fire on that. Well, well, the only announcement I want is the one that says we've got six weeks of pre-season before the league starts. Uh, any other announcement really is just uh, white noise for now. <laughs> Don't we all? Thanks, Jeff. And that was Fraser Watson speaking to Gethin Bateman, long-term player with St David's RFC. And uh, Maybe you'd like to suggest an interview or someone that we could send Bill Gordon or Fraser to go and speak to. Do get in touch with us through the website purewestradio.com. It would be brilliant to hear from you. Uh, still to come before eight, we'll be hearing from the Haver for West County manager Wayne Jones speaking to Bill Kahn and Gordon Thomas talks to footballer Mackie Bowen after eight, the second half with our top panel. And we've got lots to talk about this evening. It's all to come on Pure West Sport here on Pure West Radio. But now, George Ezra. My love, my lover, lover, love, 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 I'm in paradise whenever I'm with you. My mind, my mind, my, 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 my mind, well, it's a paradise whenever I'm with you, right on, right on. Well, I will ride on down the road, I will find you, I will hold you, I'll be there, it's long, well, it's a mighty long road, but I'll find you, I will hold you, and I'll be there.
time will it's a never ending helter skelter we'll be out whatever the weather my heart my boom boom heart it's a beat and it's a thumping and i'm alive George Ezra on Pure West Radio. A very good evening. If you're just joining us, you're very welcome wherever you're listening to Pure West Sport this evening. Excellent to be on the air in association with G&G Builders. Find out more by visiting pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. On the way soon, we will let you know what we're going to be covering in the second half after eight, where we get into some of the hot topics locally, some of the issues affecting sportsmen and women, across Pembrokeshire right now. More on that to come shortly. But this first hour is all about meeting some of those characters that make up the sporting world of the county. And we're going to hear now uh, from the manager of Haverford West County, Wayne Jones. He's been speaking to Bill Khan. To say these are exciting times at the Bridge Meadow Stadium is a bit of an understatement because it really is an exciting time. But I think manager Wayne Jones would say it's also a very challenging time. So I'm going to ask him, Wayne, exciting and challenging? Yeah, both, Bill, both, totally, you know, um, learning, very, you know, we're obviously novices at the moment to it, but, you know, the challenges speak for itself, but, you know, the enjoyment of it all is great at the moment, you know, obviously good and bad, but, you know, we, we, we're a good group, you know, we're learning every single week on things, and 
long may that continue good well you and I are you now watching the players train with Mark Murison as the co- uh, the assistant coach who's uh, you know doing a good job there you know they're a relatively young side you've got boys from the local area here who it's their first sort of step up into that level you must be reasonably pleased with the start yeah totally you know and I think I go on to it Bill you know um I think the county should be proud as well because, mm. you know, we've got certain players here who were playing Premier League football two, two seasons mm. ago and they're suddenly playing, you know, national, national football in our main national league and holding their own. Playing well, great. Playing well, holding their own, yeah. you know, and... You know, I think it, it's it, it's important that the people of Pembrokeshire stand up and, you know, really really compliment these guys because, you know, there's enough said in the past about them not players not given a chance and that and that, but now they're given a chance and doing well. And I think it's re- really important now that the people of Pembrokeshire, you know, give us our full support on it. I mean, you played uh, in the top Welsh league sort of status and you've managed at that level as well before. And I remember talking to you before the start of the season and you said to me, "I'll settle for tenth place at the end of the season," which means you'd stay up and now I've seen the quality there I can understand what you're getting at because you're playing against sides who are full-time pros almost yeah totally totally Bill you know and I think you know in the context of that it's a case of you know when you when you when you put six to seven new players together I've said that you know match day seven match day eight is when I think we should come to full fruit and I think we're seeing that at the moment you know I was under no illusions that's how it happens we've obviously had a a shorter period in pre-season to normal and we've had to rush things a little bit maybe quicker than we wanted to but in terms of what we're doing and how we're setting up our organisation as well and you know when we're getting compliments if we lose a game off off opposition management about the way we're playing and the organisation I think that's a compliment to everyone involved Mm. because it is challenging times I mean it's a completely new setup here you've got a new chairman in Rob Edwards you've got other people who are coming in as directors and you know there is an air of change about it I've got to ask you Rob Edwards you're impressed very much so, you know. Um, You've got to say that, mind you. Man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you know, he's got yeah. his own ideas, his own beliefs and things, you know. To be fair, Dave, um, the past chairman, has done extremely well. And I think, you know, people of Alpha West need to to recognise that because, you know, myself, yourself, Bill, I don't think we'd be standing here if it wasn't for that man. Mm. Um, you know, Dave stepped down for different reasons. Rob's come in with obviously different ambitions and a different view set on things, which will only benefit the town and certainly, the, you know, the county. And mm. I think, you know, as time progresses, people will start seeing that because there's a lot of work off the field that are developing here, maybe at a quicker rate than knots than we all expected. Mm. Um, but obviously it's a long way to go. But, you know, in terms of when we get out there and obviously this horrible disease sort of uh, goes away, then people will start seeing what is actually getting done here because at the moment, you know, they're restricted to what they can do mm. and obviously see what's going on here. But things are moving at a rate or not here, which is obviously very pleasing and promising, mm. certainly for the town. You've had to make changes. I mean, you've already let a couple of players go. You've recruited some in and I know there are more in the pipeline. Are you sort of heartened by those changes? Yeah, you know. You're totally. very loyal to your squad, uh, Yeah, I am, you know, Bill, but I think, you know, even in the six or seven weeks, you learn so much so quick and there's things that, you know, as a coach, you've got to progress or develop and, you know, we're very mindful that the transfer window shuts on Friday um, and that's been in the back of my mind for the last three or four weeks and in order to bring new players in, unfortunately, I've had to let some players go yes, for different reasons. financial, yeah. Financial reasons, you know, we've got to balance the books as well as, you know, last year, people aren't aware of this, the Joe public and, you know, I know publicly we've been criticised of releasing one or two players who've been very loyal to this club mm. but unfortunately, you know, Football is a short game and it's short-lived, but I think in terms of that, we've got to push on. We, you know, we can't let our heart rule our heads in football because I've done that in the past and it's cost me personally. Mm. 
but I think in terms of our decisions you know we're playing a different tactic which obviously some people aren't aware because they aren't able to watch mm. us and maybe them positions don't suit the players that were in the past mm. and we've got to bring new blood in and that's what we've done you know, that's what we're working on Wayne listen it's lovely to talk to you and good luck for the rest of the season I know you don't mind coming and talking to us any time which is very nice you know to having a manager so good luck in the next few games lovely thanks Bill that's the manager of Haverford West County, uh, Wayne Jones, in conversation with Bill Kahn. And of course, we've got an exciting relationship with Haverford West County. It's, it's really good times for the Bluebirds and we'll be uh, bringing you all the latest news on this show. You can join me as well on a Saturday morning on Pure West Radio from 9 till 10 when we'll be looking ahead to the sport that's coming up. Obviously, we're in slightly difficult times at the moment, more so by the announcement from the First Minister, Mark Drakeford, earlier on today. And we'll be covering some of that and the impact that's going to have on sports in the county when we get into the second half after eight o'clock. Bill, uh, Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson joining me for that. And you can get involved as well on social media. Use the hashtag Pure West Sport to get involved this Monday evening. On the way next, we're going to rewind the clock with a song that Bill's chosen. This is like going back in time for me. And we'll be hearing from Mackie Bowen talking to Gordon Thomas. That's next on Pure West Sport. How are you, Bob? Have you heard the news? Good, thanks, Chris. What's that? We're one of the finalists for Butcher Shop of the Year. Oh, congratulations to you and the team, Chris. Wow, what's that smell? That's our homemade freshly cooked pies and pasties that we now serve daily in the shop. Looks and smells great. I'll have a steak and Guinness pie and the usual, please. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Master Butchers, providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for 70 years. We're open for orders, either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763 387. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Have you lost your cat? Uh-oh, steady kitty. Has your neighbour's much-loved dog gone missing? Uh-oh, oh no. <laughs> well, don't worry, we're here to help. The Pet Finder on Pure West Radio features lost and found animals across Pembrokeshire every week at 9.30am and 5.30pm. If you have an animal to get featured, email the details to studio at purewestradio.com. <laughs> okay. The Pet Finder on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
the Everly Brothers and crying in the rain. It's Monday evening, Pure West Sport on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Great to have your company this evening. Our second half is on the way after eight. You can get involved and you can use the hashtag Pure West Sport on social media to get involved. I'll tell you about some of the topics we've got coming up after eight very, very shortly. Uh, Bill, back in the day, you always chose a song. You'd always take us back to the 60s, wouldn't you? You're an Everly Brothers man still. Yeah, I was 14 uh, when I heard that record first, 1961. I saw them in Cardiff live. One of them's dead now, but they were amazing. I could sing that song to you on air now if you want to, live. No, perhaps Um, not. I think I'm okay, actually. (laughs) Uh, The voice there of Bill Kahn, of course, from PembrokeshireSport.co.uk, also with us. And joining us after eight will be Fraser Watson, sports reporter from the Western Telegraph, and Gordon Thomas, a long-standing sports editor at the Western Telegraph. He's been uh, reporting on Pembrokeshire Sport for the best part of 40 years. He was a regular guest, Bill, uh, wasn't he, when we used to do this before. And and Gordon's been out and about talking to to Mackie Bowen, and we're going to hear this interview. Just just tell us a bit about the person Bill uh, Gordon's speaking to. I would point out Gordon and Fraser were there whenever I was stuck. They were really good. I could always count on them, you know. The person that Gordon's interviewed is Mackie Bowen, and he was a drayman in Pembrokeshire with Tally uh, John, who was uh, another very good footballer, and they'd have a glass of beer where every place they drop beer off as well. Mackie is a lovely bloke, but he was a hard man on the field. You know, he didn't take any prisoners. I'd describe him as perhaps like Norman Hunter. Yeah, if you went past him, he'd let you know he didn't know approve of it. it. Yeah, okay. Well, this is what this show is all about. And certainly this first hour, we're going to be hearing from lots of characters from the world of Pembrokeshire sports. So uh, let's hear this. Uh, Gordon Thomas in conversation with Mackie Bowen. Today I've caught up with uh, Mackie Bowen, uh, a well-known character of uh, local and Welsh league football. Uh, I just want to have a a brief chat with uh, Mackie about his days in uh, the 60s when he started out at Half of West County. Mackie, um, where did you start playing, mate? Oh, I started playing for Harper West County in the late 60s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what sort of, who were the sort of players that you were playing with? Obviously, uh, the listeners now wouldn't uh, remember the names, but you played some with top players at, at that particular time. Well, who, who were the sort of players that you were playing with, Mackie? Uh, Ivor Allchurch. 
Ivor Orchard. Yeah. Well, Ivor obviously played for Swansea, Newcastle, and he was the top. He won the most caps at that particular time. He must have been a real inspiration for you. Yeah, well, he was. Uh, he, uh, I remember one incident when we were uh, we were playing Britain Freddy, and uh, Ivor was having a team talk half time. And they was having a chat to um, Ray Davis, who were previously matched against Britain Ferry, they, uh, had had a bit of a ding-dong with their centre-forward. <laughs> yeah. So because Talvin Harris, um, myself and Steve Thomas were the younger players, he uh, asked Ray to be on good behaviour today. Yeah. And set the boys an example. And knowing Ray, <laughs> Ray said to Ivor, um, if that boy comes near me... <laughs> I'd be giving him a what you well <laughs> a dig <laughs> a dig. <laughs> so the game started anyway, and um, within ten minutes, I noticed Ray and the their centre forward, centre forward running off the pitch, over the fence into the car park, and back into uh, to play the game. <laughs> the half time talk with Ivor now, he said I've been playing football in different countries for fifty odd internationals. Never seen anything like it, he said. And the thing was, it made everybody have a laugh at the time, was they never even got booked. <laughs> Incredible, Mackie. Incredible. No. Incredible. I mean, you, you spoke about Ivor Orchard, and he's well revered through, uh, you know, he played in the 1958 World Cup with the great uh, John Charles. What was it like to play with, uh, alongside somebody like um, uh, Orchard at that particular time? He must have helped your game. Well, he did, because... Uh, he knew well. He knew the game, you know. Uh, he'd been all over the world, as we said earlier on. Uh, and I always remember myself as a uh, local boy. You playing on the wing. You didn't. We never used to look across the back line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For offside, yeah. the ball was played. Yeah. Of course, you'd be standing there in dreamland. Yeah, <laughs> caught offside more often than not. Off, yeah. yeah. So, so I ever did have a chat to us about playing the offside. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's simple when you the way he. How did he remedy that for you? Did he say to sort of give yourself a, a bit more space, or you know, did he Hold take it. a pass before the front line and then make a run? How how did he sort I of? I was uh, words were like uh, hold the line. Yeah, hold yeah. the line. Yeah, and I who's playing the ball. Yeah, and he said if you play the line, the ball's not through. You run onto it. You're not offside. Yeah, it was yeah. so simple. But we didn't, as a local boy, I can run. Yeah. Run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't either he made it so simple. Yeah, he you know? made he made the game simple. And yeah. That's the way to play the game. Yeah. Because that's how we learned. Yeah. That's, you know. Uh in those grand old days in the sixties there must have been big crowds there, Mackie, as well. A lot of interest in the bluebirds, yes? Yes, it was uh, a normal crowd would be a thousand. Really? Between the Pembroke Borough and Harford West. Yeah, uh, they were all in the Welsh League then. The I, su- I suppose you can remember playing a few derbies at Marble oh, Hall and Marble, London yeah. Road. Yes. Were there any sort of particular players that stood out in those uh, those days? I, I know Eric James you played alongside. He went to the Borough for a little while. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there anybody else that you can think of that sort of... Uh... Well, they had uh, local players. Yeah, Jill Hicks. Jill or... Hicks. Yeah, was, uh, Martin Cole. Martin Cole, and yeah. obviously Martin had played with you at Harford West as well. West as well. Yeah, and you used to. I, you were telling me about travelling to to games, and you used to go to Morrison and meet. We used to meet in Morrison in a cafe in Morrison. Yeah, Swansea boys to turn up. Yeah, and then we had to go on there where we were going to Cardiff or Newport or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and 
that was the weekend gone. Yeah, totally Traveling. gone. Totally so gone. Any of us with girlfriends or wives there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were, um, well, they didn't know when they were going to see us. No. <laughs> well, it's been lovely to catch up with you, Mackie, talking about your Welsh League de- days. I- I- I'm going to come here again and talk to you about your Pemish League days. I'm sure you've got a-, a lot more stories to tell us and our listeners. So uh, thank you for the interview, Mackie. I'll uh, speak to you again, mate. Oh, thank you, uh, Gordon. Cheers, mate. Yeah, I'm trying to remember a few dates and a few more stories. <laughs> OK, mate. Speak soon. Okay. Cheers, Mackie. You Cheers. take care. All the best. Gordon Thomas in conversation with Mackie Bowen, and we'll be hearing from lots more Pembrokeshire sporting characters on the show in the weeks to come. You're listening to Pure West Radio on a Monday evening. On the way, it's the second half. I'll be joined again by Bill Kahn, Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas, and we'll be talking all sorts from the impact that COVID-19 has had on local football in Pembrokeshire to the cricket season, which saw a few changes, but was as exciting as ever here in the county. We'll be looking at what we think could be Pembrokeshire's greatest ever cricket side, and we'll be talking boxing, the county famous for developing good boxers, but who are the best of all time? That's all to come after eight o'clock. That's after the latest news news 